church family. This is Marilyn Mitchell, and I'm the Women's Ministry Director for New Vision's Buchanan Campus. And today we are in the book of 1 John, chapter 2, verses 15 through 17, and I'm reading in the English Standard Version. It says this, Do not love the world or the things in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the desires of the flesh and the desires of the eyes and pride of life, it's not from the Father, but is from the world. And the world is passing away along with its desires. But whoever does the will of God abides forever. Ah, such a compact passage with such a profound message. So let's look first. It's always really important when we're doing Bible study um, and dissecting the Word of God to really think about context because verses like this can be a little bit misleading if you don't look at them in the context that's given that John tells us here right here in these three verses he explains himself. But if we look at verse 15 where it says, do not love the world or the things in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. Well, on the surface, that can sound contradictory, right? To like John 3, 16, God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have eternal life. And we are called throughout scripture to love others, to love our neighbor as ourselves, all of these things, right? So on the surface, if we were to say, do not love the world, wait a minute, I thought we were supposed to love the world. Well, John clarifies himself in verse 16 and gives us an understanding of of what is meant by his previous statement. He says, for all that is in the world, the desires of the flesh and the desires of the eyes and the pride of life, that is what is not from the Father, but is from the world. And so um, obviously that's the part that John is, is advising us against. He's, he's reminding us to not misplace our affection for the Lord on the, the world or its values, the corrupt system of human society that is by the its very nature alienated from God because of sin. And these are things that we can understand, materialism, selfishness, worldly desires, everything and anything that takes the place of God in our life or that leads people away from God. These are the things that John is um and admonishing us against. And so one of the ways that I like to look at passages and kind of break them down is to ask some questions. Is there a command here? Well, clearly that right, right away, right off the bat, we do have a command. Do not love the world or the things in the world. And it, it, the conditional explanation of that is that if anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. And then we also have some explanation, some context for what it's referring to in the world, the desires of the flesh, the desires of the eyes, and the pride of life. And it explains to us that that's because those are not from the Father, but from the world. And so here's a why. Why then are we doing this? Because the world itself is passing away along with those desires. But there's a promise. Whoever does the will of God abides forever. Now, friends, I really know and believe that if you and I were seated across from one another talking about this passage and I were to say, hey, you know, what is most important in your life? What are you running hard after? Is it the desires of the flesh, the desire of the eyes, the pride of life, which are passing away, which are temporary? Or are you running hard after Christ, after the kingdom of God, which lasts forever? 
I think that you, like me, we would all want to say, oh, clearly we're, we're running hard after Christ. We're running hard after the will of God because it's eternal. But the reality is many of us would have to kind of pause, right? And, and think about what does my life show that I'm pursuing? What does my checkbook show that I'm pursuing? What does my browser history show that I'm pursuing? What does my um, clothing show that I'm pursuing? Whatever that is, right? What does my social media show that I'm pursuing? Unfortunately for many of us, we have drifted. We are, we are um, easily led astray by these desires of the flesh, of the eyes, and of just self-centered arrogance and pride, a desire for self-glory, for success, for achievement, for whatever that may look like. And, and and again, sometimes it's a little bit more subtle. It may not be for ourself, but for those we love or for those, um, our children or, or whatever that is, it can be, um, like I said, a little bit misleading. And that's what John is warning us against here is that um, by pursuing these specific temptations, by pursuing these desires of the flesh that are passing away with the world, that we are missing out on the eternal promise of abiding forever with God as we align to his will. And so that's really um, the challenge for us today in these verses is to remember the fleeting nature of the world and its desires, to understand that those pursuits and attachments are temporary at best, and they will certainly fade away. But in contrast, those who align themselves with God's will and live according to his commands will experience eternal life. So I just pray, friends, that as you consider this passage today, as you look at this encouragement, it is an encouragement. It's an encouragement from John because, you know, as as Brady always says, it's something that's for you. It's not something that's desired from you, but something that's desired for you is that you be able to prioritize your relationship with God over this allure of worldly pleasures and desires and to reject basically the world value system and pursue a life that's characterized by obedience to God's will because that's what leads to eternal life. And friends, I get it. No one's patting us on the back. No one's cheering us along in the hard road of obedience um, on the day-to-day like the, the society applauds and um, acknowledges pursuits towards worldly things. But we are not of this world. We are made for relationship with Christ and we are made for an eternal future with Him. And so um, I challenge you today to really just spend some time sitting with the Lord and asking him to have the Holy Spirit reveal to you where there might be areas that you've drifted, where there are areas that your life is pointing to something temporary rather than something eternal. And just surrender that to him and refocus your efforts and prioritize, confess that which needs to be confessed and leave it behind. Um, leave those burdens with the Lord. He's already paid for them on the cross and then pursue him and that promise of eternal life by aligning with his will. Um, And if you want to know the will of the Lord, read his word, ask him. His desire is for us to be holy as he is holy and to pursue him with our whole heart, mind, body, strength, 
and to love our neighbor as ourselves and to love the Lord first and foremost. That's it. That's his will. And so um, that obviously that plays itself out in many ways in your life, but it's only by following God and seeking his kingdom first that we'll find true and lasting fulfillment that far transcends the passing nature of worldly pleasures. So I pray that you will be able to spend some time with the Lord on that today and that you will continue to seek him. Be blessed. Mm-hmm.